Hello, welcome to the Lunch Break Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Glenn Wisecarver. I don't know why I threw my middle name in there. I think it just goes nice. I used to sign my name, Stephen G. Wisecarver, because I was a fan of Edward G. Robinson. I was a pretentious twat. So welcome to the show. Hopefully, I'm getting some good sound right here. I had to pull into a parking lot next to the fire department under a tree to get some shade. It's May 10th. It's hot. I don't like it. There's a car parked in front of me in this parking lot. Someone's leaning back in the driver's seat. They could be getting a blowjob. I have no idea. I don't care. It's none of my business. So let's get to the show. What do I want to talk about? Um, so you ever been in Subway? You ever been in Subway in line? Subway is not the place to go when you're in a hurry and you're looking for a bite to eat. I'm, I'm in Subway. I'm behind this lady. She is looking over these ingredients as if she's never seen them before. She, How long does it take to decorate a six-inch slice of bread? She's just looking at it, like, asking questions, like, what is that? I just want to say, bitch, it's lettuce. It's not a mystery. It's not magical. What kind of chicken is that? It's the same processed shit you're going to get for $5. Ugh. Sorry, that, that happened recently. I just had to get it out of my system. You know, as I've said before, this is poetry. Uh, this is not poetry. This is therapy to me, but it is poetry to some extent. You know, I feel like I'm really getting my aggression slash um, sadness out, and hopefully it's entertaining. I'm sure many of you can relate to that. Standing in line at Subway, and someone's never seen olives before, and they're asking, what the hell are those black things? It's frustrating, I'm just saying. I just wanted to throw a few back leg front kick reverse chop leg sweep maneuvers, you know, that I learned from Joe Rogan and MMA, you know, mama. You ever wanted to attack a woman at Subway? I have. They'd have bigger problems than having their spokesman be a pedophile. Anyway, moving on from Subway. I don't know why I'm so angry as I'm talking to you. I don't have much of a lunch break, that's why. I had to find this spot. It took long enough. So, I gotta get to the good stuff. Alright, I gotta get to the good stuff. I got a question for everyone out there listening. And we have a sponsor, by the way. I'm gonna read that later. Uh, so, we're on the come up. So, I do have a question, everyone out there. How much leniency do you give to mentally retarded people? I ask that because I know someone very nice, and I'm not going to use his real name, but uh, let's call him Ronnie R. Now, Ronnie R. is mentally handicapped, retarded. I don't know what the proper term is. You know what I mean, though. I'm not being mean. He's special. He's a special guy who's got special needs, and he loves tater tots. Um, how much leniency do you give to someone like this? I wonder because, you know, I, I let, me, let me back up. I am very shy, like a lot of people, in public restrooms. I do not like using public restrooms. I have a shy bladder. I have a shy colon. I'll say it. You know, let's we're adults here. Let's be honest. Anyway, so... I'm in this bathroom. I'll be honest. He works with me. 
And Ronnie R. comes into this bathroom talking to himself. He doesn't have a Bluetooth on. He's talking to himself. He's talking to himself at the urinal. And he's, he's he, I swear to God, he's Carl from Slingblade. He is talking to his wiener. And he goes, come on now. Come on now. Come on, get that little pee out of that pecker. Come on, get that pee out of that pecker. And uh, the, I'm just sitting in the um, stall, sitting. There you go. You know what the hell I was doing. Um, and I'm just feeling anger at this man because he's so fucking weird. Is that no? That's not normal. I should look at that as funny, right? Maybe he was uh, had a Bluetooth in and he was trying to get help. He forgot how to pee. He was talking to his caretaker. And he was repeating, come on, get that pee out of that picker. I can't get that out of my head. Get that pee out of that picker. But he's always walking around talking to himself. He's got weird head movements. He's got to turn his head completely around to look at you. It's got to make a big loop. It's like he's a sassy woman, you know, from the 90s when they would say, oh, talk to the hand because the ears aren't listening. Anyway, how much leniency do you give to someone like that? I guess I, 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 he's not really offending me. It's just making me angry. It's my own issues. It just, it, it's very disconcerting. You hear him whispering. It's like one of them conjuring movies. You're trying to, you know, just privately use the stall. You just hear these whispers outside. I don't know. Hmm. What else did I want to talk about? You know, I, I was hoping I could probably lay this into a radio gig, but I don't think anybody would have me. Um, I was going to talk about my 600 pound life. That is my wife's favorite show. And it's one of my favorite shows to make fun of. And it causes some tension between us. I got to admit, sometimes it may surprise you after me just ragging on a retarded person that I have a bit of a caustic sense of humor. And I don't, I have a hard time feeling a lot of sympathy for some of these people. If you've ever seen the show, you know what I'm talking about. So I make my little comments. It's, if, if you're like me, you know it's, it's very hard to keep your mouth shut when you see something so stupid or people acting in such a way or being so gross with their open sores and their shower scenes. It's so formulaic. Pivoting. You know, I, I kind of want to be on the show. I kind of have uh, some inspiration to gain enough weight to be on that show just to have fun. Because I know uh, I know the formula of the show. I would interact with that little doctor. Oh, that'd be fun. He, he really does look like a fantasy island guy. I think I have motivation to lose weight because I just want to wear one of those Borat bathing suits. 
at the beach, you know, have it go right up my crack, <laughs> do different uh, poses, you know, find different items around the beach, put my leg up on, totally Captain Morgan it, stretch out, just have tanning oil and hot sauce dripping from me. I'd lather up with nacho cheese. People over in Europe would be very attracted to that. All those weirdos over there. Oh, I'd be a huge hit. Speaking of which, I want to give a fan shout out. I do have a fan. Hello, Corey. What's up? My dude. He's all into metal. I'm right there with you. I enjoy the Eagles. You know, I'm right there with you. I love the hard stuff. Hanson, right there. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and read the sponsor. We have a sponsor, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to get the sponsor ready. It's not bad. I've only been doing this three episodes and I got a sponsor. Uh, all right, here it is. Uh, 27 cent shave coalition. Guys, don't you hate going to the pharmacy and being reminded of the inevitability of death? Just to get the golden girl in the vest to unlock the razors from their plastic prison? Forget that. Check out 27centshavecoalition.com. Tell listeners about your experience with the product. Well, I got these razors sent to me uh, yesterday, right? And, uh, you know, I needed to take care of some grooming downstairs. And, uh, you know, it worked great. I'm now a eunuch. So, uh, for 27 cents a month, you get a box full of really inadequate razors shipped right to your P.O. box. These razors are sharp enough to cut butter. Speaking of which, if you order right now, you'll get a jar of Dr. Wiener's Shave Lard. This Shave Lard is a great moisturizer and helps stop bleeding from the carotid artery. Go to 27centshavecoalition.com. Enter promo code T-E-T-A-N-U-S. That's promo code TETNUS. Sign up today and save 26 cents on your first order of terrible razors. That's 27centshavecoalition.com. So I want to thank them. Hopping on board the train, the lunch break train. We are headed onward and upward. Um, well, you know, this, this, this podcast is all about me, right? Not blowing smoke. But it's me sharing myself with all of you, being a martyr. And uh, one of my big things that I'm really into uh, is slam poetry. I think it's a great art form. It should be revered. And uh, I I love doing it. And so I'm going to take a break from the uh, humor, take a break from the, you know, the negativity that I sometimes have and just do a slam poem you know, and help uplift the spirit. Um, this time I'd like to tackle the issue of poverty. Now, slam poetry is always improvised. That's the way I do it. It's the way it's best done. So I'm going to improvise a little slam poem regarding the topic of poverty. And, uh, okay, here it goes. Yo, the, the poor got to struggle. Struggle is what the poor do. 
But what you cannot see is that the poor go to the offices to try to get the jobs. The jobs are not there. What do they do over there? The poor, keep your laws off of me. Help the poor from not living in poverty. What about poverty coffee? What about poverty drinks, lemonade? They cannot afford the aid. That means that we got to stop giving the aid to the lemons and give it to the poor people because they struggle, struggle to be free, struggle to be me. That is what I mean to be you, to be me. Poverty, it's not poverty you. Poverty in the face of the discrimination is not acceptable in this nation. We need to help come together and be free. Be yourself, be you. All right. There's my snaps. It's always good to snap after a slam poem, especially one that good. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. It's been a fun episode. Hope you all have a good day. That's a terrible outro. (laughs) Have fun. Back to work, bitches.